Blog Talk Radio. Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. It's my purpose today to bring you strength. Search from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situation, and we celebrate our accomplishment through interviews on relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcending godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary and the victorious in life. From the sourcehood of our connection with our Savior Jesus Christ. That's right. So you just get ready to go ahead and roar, my friend. Roar for your victory. Roar for your prosperity. My friend, tonight, just roar for whatever you need to roar from. You might need to just release a roar. One day. Yeah, the lions are hot tonight. Tell him. You know what I'm trying to say. Barn. <laughs> Listen, straight from the lines in. Tonight, we want to talk about what women want in 2018. See, Aretha wanted her R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Tanner wanted control. Gloria said, I will survive. Alicia wanted to be that girl on fire. And Cindy Lauper just wanted to have fun. But today's man, like my co-host, Mr. CEO, Philip Reed, and myself, we know what women want. But guess what? We got a panel. Of prolific and incredible women who we're going to talk to tonight. But before I talk about it, let's talk about my co-host. Because, you know, before I talk about uh, those ladies, I just want you to know one thing and one thing only. This is a man! My co-host is a his tenure to Tampa Bay community includes working with Tampa General Hospital, Metropolitan Ministries, and several network marketing companies. His work to improve the lives of others as well as his own through multiple business ventures that support team building, professional development, and community involvement. 
through these companies, he's impacted the lives of many individuals and plans to con- continue to do so. The founder and CEO of uh, Reed's Moving and Holding and PTR Incorporate LLC. He's my six-figure Nick. I'm uh, my six-figure big brother, Mr. CEO, Prophet Philip T. Reed. How you doing, man? You could smell. <clears throat> I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> you better be. Because uh, listen, now I want to introduce I want to introduce our, our guests tonight who are here with us in the studio. Uh, we got a, a a prolific panel of women, and uh, I'm just gonna read off their their bios to you because they've done some incredible things. My first guest is from Macon, Georgia, and has lived there her whole life. She received her B.S. degree in mathematics from Macon State College and a master's of theology degree from the Christian Life School of Theology in Columbus, Georgia. She is currently employed as information technology project manager and has been in this field for over 34 years, serving the public in, federal, in the federal, federal government. She's the founder of My Sister's Keeper mentoring program who keeps representing who who. who who seeks to represent godly examples for young ladies and offer empowerment and practical guidance to help them towards purpose and worth. She devotes her life to sharing her life lessons and experiences as encouragement and testimony. After being a caregiver to her now deceased husband for over five years, she has been inspired to pen her first book titled Tears in the Middle. When When life is abrupt, knowing you have a God who is the beginning and the end, makes all the tears in the middle of what you're facing bearable. She is faithfully involved in her local church, the Welcome Center Church in Macon, Georgia, where she serves as marketing and strategic advisor. She has a strong entrepreneur gift as well. She owns Edible Creation Sweet Treat Business, and she is part owner of K-I-K-Q-I-N? Yeah, Snack. Kicking. 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 Snack Business with her fiancé, Quentin Woodson. She loves football, boo. I mean, she loves football, traveling, and writing. The incredible Miss Kimberly Kim Possible. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Rise up, Atlanta Falcons. Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> my, my, my next guest, a devoted mom, two adult daughters, grandmother to three beautiful children, a spiritual mother to dozens in the body of Christ. As a realtor for almost 20 years, she has helped countless ministries secure operating facilities. She's a member of the Presidential Prayer Team, Christians United for Israel, and prayer partner to three Georgia House of Representatives and two state senators. As an ordained and licensed minister, she has served as senior pastor and as a national and international facilitator. She has led numerous to Christ through street ministry as well as assisting several churches to youth ministries to fulfill their purpose. She is one of the founding directors for Families of Victory. In his service, her love for children and love for families transitioning during divorce led her to become a court-appointed special advocate for children, CASA, giving hope to suffering humanity through public relations, radio broadcasts such as this incredible one, missionary, intercessory prayer, leader, minister, teacher, evangelist, and assistant pastor. She makes a mark for the better that cannot be erased in the lives of everyone she meets, the powerful can I have a drum roll? Evangelist Shannon Stafford. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon, are you here? Okay. Well, okay. Shannon, can you hear me? All right, we'll, we'll catch up with her in a minute. All right, and my last. Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. 
Come on in. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. Hey, CEO. Hey, hey, me and my big brother, we thought you had we thought you had ran from the fire, but maybe one of the lions yeah, got yeah, left. Yeah, never, never. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right. All right. My 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 last guest but not least is what we like to call the Renaissance woman. Because she's a woman of many gifts and talents. She's a devoted wife of Jeffrey Nash and the mother of two girls, Gabriel and Ava. She's the founder of the Nash Restoration Project with her husband, where she, where their focus is to help others reconstruct their marriages. She's the founder of the nonprofit organization, The Pearl Code, which mentors young girls ages 10 to 18. She serves on the council board for many organizations. Chanel is also the co-owner of the restaurant chain, Salads to Go. If this doesn't help you understand why we call her the Renaissance woman, she also has two books under her belt. She's a Marine Corps veteran, motivational speaker, a minister for her church, spirit-led ministries, and a full-time student. This woman has, has literally done it all and is on the rise to do even more. The unconquerable Mrs. Chanel Nash. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all for having me once again. Glad to be back. All right. Well, Listen, without further ado, you know me. I'm no gangster. I'm no mobster. Me, I'm just me. And I just want to say, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, protect yourself at all times. Yeah, you know, yeah. No head below the belt. <laughs> Listen, tonight we're talking about what women want. And uh, my, my first question, um, I'm going to direct it directly to the ladies. One of my favorite poems that depicts, you know, women, just a line from it, men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, is it the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breast, the grace of my style? I'm woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, that's me. I want to know what makes you a phenomenal woman. And no need to be modest. Just let let it rip. Let's start with you, Kim. Wow. Um hmm. I have to humble myself, John. <laughs> oh okay. uh, what makes me a phenomenal woman? I never looked at myself as phenomenal and I'm not trying to be modest or anything. I do look at myself as as being blessed by God and just being so, you know, connected with my faith and how he has just taught me through his word how to be that Proverbs 31 woman, which is my motivator. So it motivates and set the groundwork for everything I do because I realized what my purpose was through that relationship and connection with the word and with God that I can be everything that he created me, and I'm not going to just give that to somebody else. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to have everything he said I'm supposed to have, and and that's what I do. That's what made me phenomenal because I believe the word, and I want to live it. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Nash. What makes you a phenomenal woman? Well, um, I think for myself and just women in general, we have learned, you know, over time how to literally take nothing and make it into something. Um, women women are 
such such powerful powerful you know human beings just by you know being able to carry children for nine months you know while working going to school all at the same time women have definitely learned how to do it all and do it with grace and to do it with style and you know to do it as if it's not a thing and as if you know the world doesn't phase us but we have we have really learned to be the the be all and when it comes to multitasking and definitely getting it done for you know our families and you know whatever we put our minds to um i think that's what makes all women phenomenal women just about how much we we have learned to bear and how to push through because i I'm, I'm a i'm a definite believer that you know the ble- the blessing is in the blessing so women we have definitely learned how to press forward Amen. Amanda Stafford, what makes you a phenomenal woman? Okay, Apostle, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm like, phenomenal, I am told that I definitely am. So I would say in general, like uh, last week you said, uh, as women in general, you know, uh, as a phenomenal woman, we have expectations. So I would say that I'm phenomenal because of the Christ that's in me. There's nothing that I can take credit for. And a lot of people that are attracted to my personality is pretty much because I try to have the personality of God, Christ in me, you know, and reflect that. So although she as a woman, for me as a woman as well, it's phenomenal for what we do with our imperfections. So I believe I'm phenomenal because I'm true to myself. I'm true to the God that's in me. And, you know, and just so that everybody knows, a phenomenal woman can come in any size, pre-religion, any sexual orientation, the family. You know, I mean, really, we are just phenomenal just because we are women in general. So, you know, uh, as far as following Christ, I would say that it's the anointing in me and upon me that makes me the phenomenal woman that I am. Mm, amen. Well, I like how y'all all said uh, women in general are phenomenal. But we have a a, a brother in the midst. Uh, brother, I know the poem is not about you, but what makes you a phenomenal brother, a phenomenal man? <coughs> well, 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 where do I start? Where do I start? No, no. <laughs> no, first of all, um, uh, the, the ladies did excellent because um, those are true facts. But I was keeping tabs on what was and what wasn't, so they all right, they all right. But um, it, you know, God is good, and 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 then it starts with that right in itself. Any man that acknowledges God as the head of his life and and tries to follow that, you know, it's not easy, but it's a must do. You know, Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ." So that's the that's the blueprint right there. You know, follow Christ. So as we you know discipline our lives and structure our lives in that is be as much as possible. You know, that is the guidelines. And then that I believe is attractive to, 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 to most, you know, who understands the walk, who understands the call, you know, I choose not to do certain things There's on purpose, you know, and um, mm-hmm. with intent, I do things, you know, so I, I'm polite on purpose. You know, the Bible says, what you, what you want, you receive, you want love, you give love, you want mercy, you give mercy. So I just believe in that aspect of just following the blueprint and, and, and don't try and reinvent the wheel, you know, 
I can look pretty good. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Listen, you tuned in to Strip from the Lions Den, powered by We Inspired Network Radio. We're gonna we're gonna skip the commercial. Just wanna let you know that um, we're glad you're here tonight, and we're talking about uh, what a woman wants. So, uh, what women want in 2018. So let let's get down to business. See, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we have three defendants on trial today, representing the entire race of women in the world. The plaintiff, Mr. CEO Philip Reed, and other men around the world have accused women of not knowing what they want, which has made it difficult for men to adjust to your nagging, I mean, to your, uh, your, your issues. Please scratch that from the ledger. Ladies, how do you please, and please address the question. Let's start with you, uh, Mrs. Nash. Oh, to say that women don't know what they want, I think uh, I think a lot of times it's all for me. It's all about communication, and I think that's where everything tends to break down. That the lack of communication, um, and a lot of times when it comes to relationships in general, what happens is a person has already been conditioned on how they want to love and the love that they receive. So when they get into a relationship, that's what they try to give off. But everybody loves differently. Everybody has different needs and different wants. So when you don't try to attempt to adjust to what your partner needs, it always come off as if you don't know what you want. Um, I'm, you ask for love, I'm giving you love, but instead of giving it to me the way that I want it, you're just going to give me what you think I want instead of listening. And I think that's where the breakdown happens at. So, so you, you said the breakdown comes in the communication part. Definitely. It's all about every, everything that we survive on surrounds itself around effective communication. A lot of times people are just listening to respond versus listening to understand and comprehend what the other person is saying. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Oh, okay. Okay. We're going to go back to that communication in a minute because uh, men have a different way of communicating sometimes. Uh, let's, go, let's go to you, uh, Ms. Ms. Horton-Williamson. All right, yeah, I, I definitely agree with what Ms. Nash was saying because I'm going through marriage counseling right now because I'm getting married in September, yay! Yay! Congrats! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, please, please continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so one of the things that we're re- one of the books that we're reading throughout this 12 week um, counseling session is I Love Languages, and I have read the book several times before, and it hones in on what Miss Nash was saying about you know communication. We all have a love language, and the center of that love language is how you communicate with the other person. And between a male and a female, we both are communicating, but the you have to understand that communication. I can't put him in a box. He can't put me in a box. We have to seek to understand so that we are able to discern and get to that place where we do know what the other person wants. And it takes work in order to do that. You don't need to listen to respond. You need to listen to hear. Mm-hmm. That, that, that communication thing is looming large there. I've, I've, not, I've seen that book before, 
but I've not read it. But uh, I'm gonna have to check that. Uh, out. Yeah, I know. Learn how to understand the communication part, and that's the key. If my love language is one thing, and you're speaking to me in a different language, then we're never gonna come together, you know, effectively. So you learn how to communicate so that you can communicate effectively by understanding the language of your spouse. Okay, so you're saying women don't know how to communicate? No, you're saying women don't know what they well. <laughs> Okay. Low blow, right. low blow, we, low blow. We have your answer. Uh Evangelist Catholic. Apostle. Yes, ma'am. You know, the word of God is saying all you're getting, getting understanding. So Amen. I'm going to piggyback on what our panelists said. And uh, the biggest thing is communication. Not that we don't know what we want. It's you guys understanding what we are trying to communicate to you guys. So communication is definitely a biggie. And, um, you know, uh, Miss Nash said a word that we don't want to leave out. It's effective communication. So uh, just like, you know, when we say something, we need to make sure that you guys understand what we're saying. Yes. And and then our walk may change. So, you know, uh, <laughs> depending on where we are, you know, what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. And that love language is a good book. So, um, you know, it's effective communication from the bedroom to, you know, the kitchen to the children to just going to school to the finances, you know, everything. As long as you communicate, you know what we want is getting across to you guys so that you guys can fulfill that want and that need. Okay, so so what you're saying is women have to effectively communicate. No, that's not what you're saying. That's not what you're saying at all. What you're saying no, that's not that at all. Okay. <laughs> big big brother, I, I I hear you clearing your throat. Yeah. Okay, so may I? I, I, I just asked, may I? I? I've asked the women do. Uh, do women know what they want? And you, you've heard their replies. What's your, what's your take on the matter? Uh, wow, what was that? Uh, communication is is important. It, it really is, and and and, and they, they've all said it, and they all express themselves. But it's, it's, it seems like it's just a little. This is on the seesaw. It's a little. They they all ended with he has to hear what I'm saying. They all ended with that. I'm like, and I heard that. See. <laughs> You see, I heard that. I listened and I heard. My rebuttal wasn't just a rebuttal. I heard, and it's like, and that's that's where now lies the battle, I believe, because everybody's trying to make sure the other person hear what they're saying, <laughs> and, and instead of hearing what everybody's saying. And there is love languages, yes, and there is communication, spoken and unspoken. And I think as we begin to learn to study, the Bible says, "Dwell with your wife according to knowledge." Yes. So there's a there's a studying I must do of her, whether she's watching me or not. So I try to go and present. So I try and handle the situation before, you know, if I hear Clara throat, I'll get up and go get my wife some water. Oh, babe, how do you know? I, I hear the Clara throat. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know. So I I believe that it's true in communication, spoken and unspoken. But I believe men are out there saying, Hey, what about me? And I got you, brother. Coming up, I got you. But right now they need to know they've been heard. <laughs> okay. So you're saying so you're saying men 
can read women's minds yeah. and get them to do what they need for them. No, that's not what you're saying at all. Not 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 now. No, that later. Locker room. Okay, Hey, listen. I got I got a caller that wants to come in and say something uh, about communication. I think it's communication. Uh, caller, uh, Mrs. Solomon. Yes. Hello. Hi, everybody. Oh, my sister. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Alicia. Hi, y'all. Oh boy. Come get your husband. Right? Because that's what men want. 
that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> I want to make sure I heard it correctly. Yes. Um, and, and once again, I think that's where language, the, the, the language comes in. And that's, and that's real key because there is times of understanding when and when not. And they don't have to always be spoken. If you're really paying attention to each other, then it's something that doesn't have to always be spoken. You know, it's kind of more exciting when it's not spoken most of the time. You know, it's a look, a, 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 a touch, a conversation, you know, where nothing much has to be said. And it should be understood on both ends that everyone has needs that need to be met. And it shouldn't have to be a debate. It shouldn't have to be scheduled on a calendar, you, you know. It, it should be just as, as, as flowing as, hey, babe, what you want to eat? You know, it should be just in conversation and not made to be seen as a chore to, to some, not all. Mm-hmm. You said it should be just as simple as, hey, babe, you want something to eat for the man or for the woman? Well, in that case, you know, <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> everybody got to eat. <laughs> Everybody gotta eat, baby. Everybody gotta eat. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, you, you you didn't throw much wood on the fire there. Uh, you trying not to get burned or something? Okay. Well, let's go. Okay. No, no, we don't. We can go. Well, uh, no, we don't. Y'all can let it. Y'all can let it rip. Listen. Uh, so now, now we're gonna go. Now we're gonna go straight. I know the ladies are ready to chime in on this. So let's go straight to a commercial, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. A lion leads. It's about having the courage to stand and fight for your life. Having the strength to go bravely in your own direction. Even if others walk away, you tread your own path. Only you know what's best for you. Only you know what path to take. Only you know your courage, your strength, your heart. Everyone has the heart of the lion inside of them. Let it out. Let it scream out of you. Like the lion, unleash the beast in you. Right, we're back inside Strength from the Lions Den. Topic tonight, I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. Lion Among Lions, what women want in 2018? Man, we have some special guests in the house tonight. We got Mrs. Nell Nash. We got Miss Kim Horton-Williamson. And we got Evangelist Shannon Stafford. Of course, Mr. CEO, my big brother, Philip T. Reed Sr. 
And uh, we're, we're talking about what women want. Now, at a, before our break, the women were on edge, and we just said the question, you know, <laughs> men want sex. That's important to them because you know when they walk up to you, hey, baby, what's your name? Like, okay, you want to know my name? Why? What? You know, but anyway, um, what, so because it's important to men, it should be equally, if not more, important to women, correct? Uh, I know Chanel ready. <laughs> Go ahead, Chanel. I'm ready. You know I'm ready. <laughs> I want to start off by saying this. I think women, well, I know for a fact, women want it just as much as men. But it all comes back to that lack of communication. I think what happens is that we have two different perspectives on what intimacy should be like with our spouse and we have to take the time out from both ends we have to take the time out to really learn what it is that our spouse likes when it comes to intimacy and a lot of times that doesn't happen it's always about what you want or what I want and it's never about it should always be a giving experience versus a taking experience from your end and when you only focus on yourself when it comes to intimacy there is going to be there's going to be an offset so when she rolls over because she's like you know what I'm not feeling this is because maybe you haven't taken that if that extra step to give her the foreplay that she's looking for and vice versa for the woman maybe she's not taking that that extra step to be more spontaneous when it comes to the intimacy so it's all it all comes back as I've stated before it all comes it all comes back to that lack of communication and not really getting to know your spouse and what it is that they like and what they want because as I say it's about giving versus receiving because I'm a firm believer that if you're giving them what they need they're going to reciprocate that same thing hmm. nah, I like I like that uh, Evangelist yeah. Stafford <laughs> and John can you hear me I hear you yes loud and clear okay good so my answer to that question is that sex is very important to women I agree it is also a uh, another form of communication so, um, you know, it's not that it's not important. It is extremely important. And, um, you know, in, in my field, there's a lot of talk about sex. Uh, sometimes, it, you know, it's almost like you have to keep the single people out of the bed and you have to keep the married people in the bed. So, you know, and, and we just, it's always that conversation that comes up in the sessions that we have. But in a relationship, sex is associated to me with stability because it increases the bonding you know, especially when each other's uh, sexual desires are fulfilled. And, um, you know, it's it's really important. It really is. And it's getting to know your mate, getting to know your mate's body, getting to know your mate, what your mate, uh, you know, what mood she might be in at the moment, and as well as him, you know. Um, so, like she said before, it's a give and take. You know, it's like, how can I bless you tonight, sweetheart, you know. And um, so, but it is important, extremely important, but... It's also important that you learn each other's love languages and what might work at the moment, uh, you know, and uh, just have fun. Mm. Okay. Uh, equally good. Uh, Kim? Hey. Yeah, I, I agree with everything everybody else has said so far. Um, I, I definitely believe that, you know, God created sex as a gift for the couple, and sometimes we don't treat it like it's a gift. 
Um, I love the way Chantel said that, you know, you got to give, you know, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. But I think we get caught up in um, what we want without communicating it effectively to the other person. And there is a lot of assumptions that women don't make sex a priority, and I think that's a myth. I think women love sex. I think women like sex. I think women want sex. I think because there's such a disconnect in the satisfaction part of it, because we have just gotten away from the fact that it's a gift. It is a gift for the marriage you know, for the married couple, and we should open that present every day, you know, excited about what we're going to find. So I just I just encourage the creativity part, the communication part, you know, for a healthy relationship, you know, that is a priority. So when you said disconnect and satisfaction, you mean for women, right? I mean for the couple. <laughs> you are one. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, I, I got, you're, you're right because, um, because I, I – you know, I had to go back and read books because on the block, they taught they taught brothers to bang, bang away, she'll be happy, bang away, she'll be okay. So, but the books that I read, you know, taught, they they spoke otherwise. So, mm-hmm. but I, I I like the uh the uh the re- what y'all use give it give and take. She gives, <laughs> I take. Right, exactly. <laughs> Give no, and no, receive, no, that's, John. Give and receive. Give and receive. Exactly. That's it. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go to a caller. We're gonna go to a call on the air and uh, let's see what you may have to say. I'm, I'm just gonna call your last four numbers and you can just uh, chime in on what you might need to say. Uh, caller number uh, four six seven one. Maybe you don't know your own phone number, but you know, check it if you don't. Caller four six seven one. You got anything you want to add? Uh, caller five six four zero. Hello, caller. Can they hear me? Hey, caller. Um, caller five six four zero three nine six. Oh yes. No. I yeah, that's you. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no, that's okay. Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, caller eight six three zero. That's five five zero. Sorry. Another one, but try the other one. One more open. Let's see. One more up. Let me see. Call eight six three zero. I'm just trying to get that. I'm just trying to get them pulled, but. Do your thing. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. We're gonna come back to the callers a little later, cause I think y'all a little busy. But hey, just keep, just keep listening to do what you do. We appreciate y'all being here tonight. I want to I want to go back to the communication issue for I want to go back to the communication because that seems to be a, a central theme. Do you do you, well? No, no. Before I get to communication, uh, Chanel mentioned in, intimacy. Do you think that men are not really? Uh, I, I, maybe Mama used the word conditioned. Has television and society conditioned us that intimacy is not a priority for men or? That it's not a priority for women, so men should not really be observant of intimacy. So is so is intimacy should it really be a big deal to men? Chanel. 
it definitely should be a big thing to men, um, especially if you're if you're married, because a lot of your a lot of your marriage depends on that intimacy, depends on you becoming one with your mate and having that having those moments with each other. So I definitely think it is very needed. Do I think men have been conditioned to not think that it's you know important? I absolutely do. Um, with reality TV and just the way that men have been raised overall, that's not something that's really talked about um, as far as being intimate with your your spouse and having that deeper connection with one another. Um, I definitely I definitely think that that's something that's not really you know promoted or right, you know really right. taught. And, and just giving out to our men. Um, I think a lot of times women do have to teach their husbands about that intimate piece within the marriage just because that's, you know, that's not something that our grandfathers talked about. You know, that's not something that they really just value. And even now it's all about how many women a man can, you know, can sleep with. And it's never about the intimacy. So um, I definitely think it's something that's needed. And I do think it's something that's undervalued at the moment. Absolutely. Uh, Kim, speak on intimacy. Yeah, um, I think intimacy is the the root and the start of any sexual act. You got to have intimacy before you can even become close you know, to do the next level, which is the sexual act. I think intimacy has to be that thread from the beginning through the end. But I do believe men have kind of allowed intimacy to be dimmed in that whole act of lovemaking. Just because, you know, in this day and time, everything is about performance and what you can measure. Mm-hmm. And I just don't agree with that, you know, direction that has taken on because intimacy you know is intangible intimacy is organic you know and it's free and it's it, it, it it's different every time and that's what's creative about you know what happens in the marriage bed and I just think that we need to get back to that because it creates you know something to me that's more permanent than what's temporary. So I just, I just wish t- intimacy would be reintroduced in the marriage, and both people, you know, both partners should talk about it and discuss it and and, and require it to me. That was good. I like how you said organic. It was a lot of fire on that <laughs> one. Speak on intimacy. Intimacy, you know, I want to give another synonym for it as well, like the closeness that you feel, the togetherness that you feel, and the attachment uh, that you feel. Everything, all of that, like Kim was saying, and also, um, I don't know, Ms. Nash said, but it creates, you know, you have to create an atmosphere for the act, you know. Um, And so what happens is, you know, like you said earlier, Apostle, how men are usually taught, good man, basically, thank you, ma'am. That's not an intimacy. That's you may not, not even get a you may not even get a thank you today, but go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not creating that closeness, that warmth, that security that she needs and wants that she you know, she's wanted. And um so and not just somebody that you know the notch in your back. This is your mate, this is your lover, this is your wife, this is your phenomenal woman. This is mm. this is this is it, you know, so you need to bring your best and she's gonna bring her best too. And just let you know, you know, um, hey, I want you. I love you. This is it. You all that, you know. 
instead of, you know, think she's a fine pass, some of us might be a crop pot, you know. It's important. Good. I wanted to insert that intimacy because sometimes, like you said, like we was in, alluded to earlier, it, it's being uh, moved away. Big brother, do you know what intimacy is? Never mind. No, no uh, answer that, big brother. I, I, no, no, don't uh, answer. I'm just messing you with you. Me, you taught me. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no. 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 But uh, brother, no. 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 Hold up. Now. Wait, you wait, you wait, want wait, to speak on intimacy because I was going to take you in another yeah, direction. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Well, just right quick on the intimacy, just for the ladies to know, you know, the difference between a wife and a woman outside of the house. Sometimes a woman outside of the house makes that man feel better. You, you see what I'm saying? Because the wife in the house is tied down with responsibilities, and she kind of forgets that part of the man that still needs to be nurtured and, and then caught up in the kids or the dog or the cat and, and the fish and cook and clean. And sometimes you forget the husband, the man, the king. And, and, and he needs that also, not necessarily the ego being stroked, as they say, but he needs that uh, assurance, too, that he's loved, that he's wanted just as much. And that'll be a shield around him for when he hit the streets. So it's not always about the man just don't know God, don't know what to do, nobody taught him. You know, but also if a woman is able to show him, which is wonderful, that is one of the ways to show him that he is loved, he's needed, and he's wanted. So when he hit the streets, he's bulletproof. That's good. That's that's good. That that's that was kind of the direction I was going to take you. If it's intimacy for women, what would be the uh, collaborative for men? Big brother. Hello. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, along those same veins, then just just knowing everybody needs to know that they're secure. Everybody needs to know they're wanted. Everybody needs to know they're loved. And if a man, for a man, now everybody know what a man wants, this is, what, this is what a real man wants. He wants to know he's loved. He wants to know he's respected. If you respect him, and you don't necessarily have to, and here's a little secret, here's a little nugget. If you respect him, you may not even have to sex him as much if he knows he's respected because he knows he's loved, because that's what a man desires, to know that he's respected. So, so the loving is just, that's showing up cream on, on top of it when he just knows he's respected. Then everything else will flow, and then you won't have to work as hard to get him to do much when he already knows my woman respects me no matter what. And then the loving, he his baby, he'll cater, he'll rub the feet, he'll, he'll rub the back. He, 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 you feel me? He'll get the rubbing when he knows he respected. Mm, that's good. Mm. Okay. Um, I like that, brother. Listen, I want to... Uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the line again. Call us. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say your your number. Your last four of your number. You let me know if you want to say something or speak on tonight. All right. Uh, call it seven eight three six. You got any comment? Yeah. See ya, man. You killed that. I love it. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, I I understand everything that you were saying, but. That thing goes both brother, ways brother, because brother, is, is, is this is this Pastor Larry Wilson? Is that is that is that Pastor Larry? <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You want to say something, man? Hey, Doc. But um, yeah, um, it go both ways. You know, we got to know just as well as the ladies need to know that we all are love. We all need each other, and for intimacy, um, that thing can go on a lot of levels, but. Most men that I know, 
we do that thing all day long for before you get home to the bedroom or get home to the meal, you know. Um, every, me personally, let me say that, that intimacy starts as soon as you wake up in the morning. Baby, you sure look good to me. Even when we mad, we shouldn't go to, go to bed mad. And when we wake up the next morning, we still have that. I still care for you, even though I'd hate the situation that we were talking about or going through, you know. So you never stop that throughout the whole day. And But somehow, some way, we all got selfish. So it ain't just a man thing or a woman thing. It's all of us just got selfish. Let me get mine before she get hers or I'm mad about this and, you know. But that because what y'all previously said, communication. If you don't talk about it, you'll never get to, to what Go you ahead, need man. to Pastor Larry, hey, it's good to hear from you, man. You got any questions for the ladies? My question for the ladies, no, I don't. I honestly don't because everybody hit everything, and it all boiled back to communication. All right, brother. All right, well, we're going to keep on rolling. Thank you, man, for being here. Love you, brother. All right, Doc. All right, all right, brother. Hey, call uh, 7054. Yeah. Caller, 951-7054. Good evening, good evening. I'm just listening to the call. I really don't have much to say. Um, I think it, you guys pretty much, you know, said it all. It is, you know, it takes communication. Communication leads the nation. So, of course, when you have communication, it will actually definitely be very beneficial in your relationship, whether you want to be intimate, whether y'all want to talk about, you know, who who wants it more, women or men or women. So I really just, I'm, I'm picking up all these golden nuggets, and I, I'm just, I'm glad to be listening on the line. All right, so glad. That, what's your name? I'm Jaleesa. All right. Thank you for being here tonight. All right. That was good. Y'all, y'all, tag, y'all tapping that communication thing. Well, let me jump to this one here before we go back. Uh, what, would you, what would you rather have? Because a lot of women, they want, they, want, uh, they want money. A lot of women are saying that they want money. They don't want no, no broke, busted man who ain't got nothing. I, heard, I even heard one lady say, you know, I don't want no man who's trying to come up. I want him to already be up, you know. So uh, would, you rather, would you rather have a husband or a, a, a booming career? You know, what, what, what's, the, what's, what's the thing now? Let's start with you, uh, Evangelist Stafford. <laughs> you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why we can't have it all? Amen. No. Amen. Who put the limits on God? Who who did that? Help me understand that. You know uh, why you got to choose? <laughs> and I'll take wow. you back to the Garden of Eden if you want to, because you know what happened was <laughs> the two CEOs of the Garden had it all. They wanted nothing. They lacked nothing, and they had each other. So hey, did you say, did, did you say the two CEOs? Did you say the right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember that. I remember the CEO and the CFO, but I don't remember the CEO. I don't. Let me go read that. Let me go grab my Bible right quick. The two CEOs. That's how it started. So basically, we, we, should, we, we could get both. 
That's right. All right. What about you, Kim? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, when you, when you pose that question, it's like, we can have it all. I mean, women are empowered, and we're empowered by the word of God, you know, That's and right. so our men, Hey, they can have it all too, and we can do it together. And that's what I pursue. That's what I want. It's like I want two people coming together, you know, knowing that God has given them a purpose and He has given them a destination, and we are in agreement with where we're going to go and how we're going to get there, and we can do it together. Hey, they say what? One can put ten uh, two. Uh, one can put a thousand to flight, and two can put ten thousand um, to flight. I like God's multiplication there. All right, I like right. that too. Do it together, Mrs. Nash. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to agree agree with my ladies and take it back and no. take it back to the Bible because when no when you think about it like this, if you looked at it in the Bible, any time a man went after a woman, he had to give something to the family. He couldn't come empty handed empty handed to get that woman. He had mm-hmm. to purchase them. He had to give out jewels. He had to give out money. He had to give up sheep. He had to give up herds of things. So you can't. Why are we expected to always build a man? Amen. Why we got to struggle? The the Lord told me I I was supposed to have life and have life more abundantly. He didn't tell me nothing, but I had to struggle, be on the curb, possibly halfway live in a box up under the bridge. No, no. He got to come with something. We, I, I, can, I, can, I, can work, I can work with a little to make it a whole lot, but I can't always work with nothing. Like we, come on. He, just saying. Even even Adam was working before he got Eve. I'm just saying, though. You know. Come on now, Dad. You go he has responsibility. I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Can't come to my house empty hand. I got two kids, so you got to keep it pushing, bro. <laughs> Buy the land around it. Come on here. 
So it's a cost. Come on now. Ain't nothing free now. It, it's a cost. But you're right. Folks should come on their grown man and woman. This, this is 2018. They so I to, concur with all to. that. Now, after all that, you see you concur, right? No. Right. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to come back next week. You know what I mean? I'm trying to come back next week. You know what I mean? I know. No, that, that, like, that's the ratings drop, brother. The ratings drop, hey. brother. I can't. Uh... We want the ratings drop. Hey, but that was my right. thing. I was, cause, uh, I, I, I've, seen, I've seen some women raise fools. And I, when I say raise, I don't mean uh, uh, raise a man, but I mean elevate a man who was a fool to a king. He still was a mm-hmm. fool, but she made him into a king just because of her abilities, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I don't always see it as a, a step back to get a brother of low degree or low self-esteem, you know, or in a low place, you know, if that's your goal or that's where you are, but I know mm-hmm. women have an, an innate, innate ability to help a man come up, you know, because they, you know, they, 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 they're built and wired like that. Of course, the man he got to be he got to be going for something too. He can't be in the house right. playing video games all day. You know, right. no disrespect to any brother who played video games all day, but you got to be right. you got to be out there grinding so we can all shine. Right. You know? Put that work in, yeah. That's it. All right, hey, listen, let, let me go back to that communication thing because as we were talking about communication, sometimes men our feelings don't quite register. Into our logical minds So while we While we may be communicating From our observations And our mentality you, It may not register In our emotions So do you feel like That may be the source of the breakdown sometimes uh, or Not that we're being in, uh, Not that we're being uh, Unemotional But sometimes we're not feeling certain things So we're communicating From a different place what, you, what would you say? How do you feel about that, Kim? Yeah, um, I, I, I understand what you're asking because we had that experience in our counseling session. Um, Quincy was able to communicate on things logically much better than he was on the things that were emotionally. And it all boiled down from his example was that he just did not know how to express his emotions. Uh-huh. So learning how to really know what your emotion is and how to express them really makes a difference in, in in getting to the understanding of why it was like, oh, it was such a struggle to get him to be more expressive. And it wasn't a sign of weakness. It just was a sign of I just didn't know how. So we just mm-hmm. have to be vulnerable and willing and teachable, you know, in those cases when we are being intentional about improving our communication with our um with our loved one. Mm. Okay. Um, from from my standpoint with that, I think women and you know, I think sometimes women women are too emotional. Um, men, of course, men are more logical, women are are more emotional just just by nature. Um, and a lot of times what happened is and what I have had to learn is that I can't feel for my husband. I can't change the way he feels about certain things. How he feels is just as justifiable as how I feel. So we have to come in the middle and compromise 
on, okay, what are our feelings towards this issue and how do we come together to fix whatever the problem is? Because at the end of the day, he's still going to feel the way that he feels and I'm still going to feel the way that I feel. What may be important to me may not be as important to him and vice versa. But what I had to learn was, okay, and what my husband had to learn was, okay, it may not be important to me, but it's um, it's important enough for my wife or it's, a, it's important enough for my husband that it's making him upset. So how do I go about fixing it from my end so that way I'm more conscious of what I'm doing? But I, I don't think it's, it's about, you know, men not being emotional enough. Um, I definitely think men have their own emo- emotions. It's just how they display it. Same thing as women. Um, but that's just my stance on it. That's good. Yeah, because some men can be some real. Well, 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 wait a minute, never mind. Um, uh, Evander, how do we bridge the emotional communication gap? What's your take? I just want to uh, encourage everybody to keep that communication alive. I want to get two words, though. Along with communication, is that transparency. Um, there's a transparency clause in, in my life that, it's, you know, it's just to be transparent. And uh, I think, you know, and uh, just really let each other know where you are. Men don't, uh, some men, some men are emotional, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, God's word is final authority. And just learn to love each other, communicate, be transparent, and uh, just have fun in life, you know. Mm-hmm. Just be free to have fun with each other. <laughs> Amen. So, Listen, you tune in to Strength from the Lions, then What Women Want in 2018. We're talking with Mrs. Chanel Nash, Miss Kim Horton-Williamson, and Miss Evangelist Shannon Stafford, and Mr. CEO, my big brother, Philip Reed. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Um, I know y'all work with a lot of young girls. I work with uh, I work with young girls, and, you know, Philip has worked with mentoring young girls and teens. There's a generation gap in or should I, 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 don't, I dare not call it a generation gap, but let's call it a teaching gap. The way you were taught by your mothers and the way the girls are being taught by their mothers today. Um, is there a difference or is uh, everything okay in that spectrum? Kim? Yeah, um, I think there is a difference. My mom was very hands-on and involved, and I think a lot of examples today uh, there's there's some other priorities that's going on that that's kind of missing, and it is the key with knowing what's going on with our um, you know, with our young people because we got to be the example for them. If we don't teach them, somebody else is going to teach them, and that's what mm-hmm. our mentoring group is about. My sisters keepers is we're trying to connect with young girls to give them some good examples, you know, in their lives to help guide them toward their purpose and destiny, and to be, you know, a, a present help for them. And and we definitely want to work with parents too. Um, some of them were so young, maybe when they had their kids, they didn't have a lot of the skills, you know, to really pass on to the to the child or to the to the family and and that that's heartbreaking sometimes and we just we need to come mm-hmm. together as a, a community and as a sisterhood to, to see if we can um, breach that gap because it, it's personal it's close to my heart for real. Amen, Mrs. Nash. I definitely believe that the teaching gets a lot different and the 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 gap 
between the two generations have definitely widened and continues to widen. Um, just with everything that we have going on in this country alone, um, from TV to social media to movies to everything that, you know, the young girls are now going after. Um, and I think in this generation that's coming up now, there are so many babies having babies. And, you know, once they get of age to pretty much, you know, to learn and really, you know, get those core values, you know, it's, it's almost a separation instantly because they feel like, oh, well, you're old enough to watch yourself now. Let me go back out and relive the glory days that I missed because I was, you know, trying to be a parent. So I definitely think there's definitely a a, a gap there, um, which is why I, I started my own nonprofit, The Pearl Code, just to try to bridge that gap and give them that mentorship, give them, you know, those values and those standards, you know, that a lot of times right now that they're just missing. Mm, that's great. Evangelist Stafford. Apostle, I um I think that there is, is definitely a gap. You know, back in the day they didn't really hardly communicate sometimes about what was going on and you know, they didn't talk a lot. And um I think now that, you know, there's so much going on, and like you said earlier about the social media, but, you know, it, it's the TV, you know, back in the day, police and digital, it's just the same thing, you know, now you got all kinds of stuff going on uh, and being aired on the TV and stuff like that, what have you, and mm-hmm. so um, we, we have to talk to our children, we have to talk to our girls, and I salute those women, I salute the ladies, you know, for having those uh, extra, extra programs and stuff because sometimes even at home, the, the the mothers don't know they're so young. You know they haven't been taught. So you know thank God for the educational classes, the parenting classes, the mentoring classes that these mm-hmm. young girls need. But more so, they also need some living walking epistles to show them that it's not what we're just saying; it's what we're also doing. Amen. That's right. I gotta get y'all out of here. That that's why your platforms are so powerful. Uh, yeah. Big brother, you got to take on the uh, generation gap, the teaching gap. Yeah, well, you know, I'm old school, and it's funny. I'm right in between that 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 bridge because I had my first child at 17. So raising a child and growing up at the same time, it made me responsible. But what helped me was the guidance of the word. That's all I had. That's all I had to know to do to be. And it kept me thus as far, and it kept my children. Now, my children now have children, my grandfather, and, and my daughters are implementing, you know, what they were taught. So it is true, train up a child the way that they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart. And it's just reaching out to those other families that may not have that same kind of upbringing, that these ladies are doing a wonderful job and just trying to reconnect. Because it says the Bible speaks that older women teach the younger women. So there is a biblical mandate for that, and, and I pray their success. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. We do have to connect with them, and men have to listen to our daughters. Exactly. Uh, as I as I get ready to let y'all go, uh, I appreciate y'all for being on the show tonight. What women want, what women want in 2018 was so important to me. As I look at television and news, and you see uh, a lot of these men are, men have fallen because of their treatment of women, how they've treated them, how they've disrespected them, neglected them, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They've, they've lost footing because of it. So I wanted to uh, ask what women want in 2018 and get it from the woman's perspective. But before we do, uh, Big Brother, what do women need? from you? If you were to speculate from your experience, your vast William, wi- wisdom and explosive spirit, what do women need in 2018? 
Um, if I had to really dig deep, I would say communication. <laughs> they need to be heard, you know, um, in every area, you know, vocally, emotionally, especially. They, they need to be tended to in that arena. You know, my sister spoke some wisdom to me uh, and said, men are just stupid. <laughs> that was her wisdom. You just don't listen. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you see right there? He said, y'all just don't listen. So that was the key learning to listen and be attentive and not just hear and keep it moving, you know, hear and attend to and, and be responsible for what you have heard and been given to. That's pretty good. Okay. Thank you for taking a shot at that one. That was good. Evangelist Stafford, what do women need today? What do today's women need? I'm going to take your that question and break it down like in seven. Okay, Apostle. Um, she needs to feel love. She needs to feel safe. She needs to feel seen to be allowed to be the nurturing person that she was created to be. She needs to feel sexually desired. She needs to be appreciated. She needs to feel like she can count on her man. So if I had to wrap all of that up, she needs the security that all of those things bring. So I would say communicating and making her feel secure that she is all of those things, uh, that's what she needs. Mm, that's good. I felt something when you said the need to feel safe. That, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. Ken, what do women need today? Well, from my perspective, I believe women need the security of God's word operating in their lives. Because when we know the truth, it sets us free. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Ken. Wait a minute. You said when we know the truth. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll get it in there somewhere. And we know the truth about every area of our lives because we know the Word of God has just provided the wisdom that we need and we seek the understanding. Then everything that we face, no matter what the challenge is, we're going to rise above it. We're going to get through it. You know, God is going to be the deliverer. He's going to provide the breakthrough. You know, so I just believe we need the security of God's word operating fully in our lives so that we can be the light of the world. We can be the light in our relationship. We can be what God called us to do, be. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's that's refreshing right there. Mrs. Nash, what do today's women need from your experience and perspective? To piggyback on what they both said, I think women, they need to know that it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to not have it all together. I think so many times women, we, you know, we're we're always considered that superwoman, you know, have to do it all, have to, you know, and do it in grace and do it in style and, you know, do it with your makeup on. But I think a lot of times women just want to know that it's okay that even if I don't get it done today, it's, you know, I'm still going to have my spouse or whoever my partner is there beside me to back me up or to step in where, you know, I'm falling short at without any judgment, without any mm-hmm. backlash, without any recall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Listen, I thank y'all tonight. Sir, from the lines in, what women want in 2018. As we go, we, we want our women to be empowered. We want our men to be empowered, our children, our families. We want people to be empowered and feel that they matter and, and, and that you have a voice. And uh, as, as uh, Evangelist said, women need to be heard. You, we have, and as men, we have to listen. 
because we 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 like to talk, we like to share at times, but sometimes we have difficulty in listen listening. So we want you to share, to talk, to speak up. But I want you to empower our listeners tonight. I'm going to start with you, Chanel. If you could just speak a word of empowerment to this person who's listening, who needs it. They may have enjoyed the show and our laughter, but they may not be able to communicate with their goals, their dreams, and their life. So if you could just empower them for uh, a moment here. Yes, to all my women listening, today I encourage you to speak life over yourselves. One of the things that I do on a daily basis is affirm myself each and every morning. Chanel, you are love. Chanel, you are beautiful. You are worthy. You are valuable. You are more than enough. Um, and I think what this does for you, it gets your mindset in, in the right place because when the devil has a hold of your mind, it messes with every aspect of your life. So when you understand that who you are and who you are and you continue to reaffirm yourself, there's no devil in hell that can that can separate you from what you know the truth to be. Amen. That's right. Big brother. Yeah. Um to, to the ladies, um I, I encourage, I, I implore you to continue. To those ladies out there with the dreams and visions, it's not over. And you are loved. You are cared for. Uh, God loves you first and foremost. You exchange those ashes for beauty, beauty for ashes. You exchange it in. You're loved by the Creator. So no matter what anybody says, even yourself, know that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And brother, you know, know that you do have that responsibility. You know, to hear, to cater, to tend, to protect. It is a responsibility given by God. Whether you like it or not, it is yours. So receive it, embrace it, and do what's right. That's right, big brother. Evangelist Stafford. I want to encourage your audience. Thank you again for allowing us to speak to them. And um, we just, I just want to encourage them not to give up caving and quit. It is not too late. Don't be bullied by the enemy. Know who you are in Christ Jesus. And you know, uh, there's always time to turn around and make a change. If there's issues in the relationship, do what you're doing tonight. Reach out and learn and just know without a shadow of a doubt that God loves you and know that to understand the I'm me, you must know the I am. So a lot of times we go around trying to find out who are we, what, what are we doing, what are we created to do, how do I love you, how do I communicate with you. Get to understand the I am, and you'll understand the I'm me, because we are created in this image. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we can do all things through Christ who stands in us, so it's not too late. Continue to press forth the mark of the higher calling and be the best you that you can be. And then you'll attract the best person that God has for you. It'll work. Mm. Amen. Kim, mm. please share. Yes, yes, awesome. Thank you for this opportunity just to share our hearts, you know, and to connect with other like-minded people, and that, you know, it's just a wonderful place to be. Um, God tell us not to worry about anything, instead to pray about everything. And I think prayer has just been given a, a shift life, and we need to take it off the shift. We need to pray more. God said, do not cease with your praying. And when you stop praying, start praying again. Pray about 
everything. Ask God to remove any anxiety in your hearts that weigh you down and keep you from experiencing his total provision for your life. Ask him to fill your heart with peace and patience. For if he is for us, who can be against us? Lord, you know, I just lift up the name of Jesus to help us to keep our mind on things above and not on the things that's just on this earth. Lord, he tells us to cast all our cares, not some of them, but all of them, because he cares so much about us. He is our refuge and our strength, and he's always ready to help in times of trouble. We thank him for his peace, his promise, his power, his purpose, his plan, his provision. He has given all of us an expected future, and we just need to know that so that it will set us free, and we will be motivated every day to encourage each other, to love each other, to treat everybody like the way we want to be treated, and to give God all the glory. Amen. Oh, my Man, y'all are incredible. Let me just thank God tonight for our incredible panel of guests, Miss Minister Kim, Possible Horton Williamson, uh, Miss Nell Nash, the Nash Restoration Project, and Minister Evangelist Shannon Stafford. Of course, Mr. CEO Philip T. Reed, my big brother. My God, y'all are amazing. We just thank God tonight. Thank you for audience, I hope you were blessed tonight. We talked about what women want in 2018, but I want to know what do you want in 2018? What do you want? Just know what you want. If you may be saying, I don't know what I want, but as Kim said, you got to go into prayer. Go and talk to God. Communicate to God. Talk to God differently from how you normally talk to him, and he'll share something different with you. I want you to ask God, what is it that I want? Or ask them, what is it that I need? Go inside your heart of hearts and discover what it is that you want, what it is you need, and then go for it. As my big brother said, go for it. You got the green light to go for it. Don't let no obstacle, no challenge, don't let it stop you from reaching your goal, your dream, your desire. Go get it. Shake off those failures of yesterday. Shake off those things that held you back, those self-sabotaging thoughts that resurrect to try to tell you you cannot, you will not, you're not. Shake that off. You're mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than a conqueror. You're more than a. We're just so Amen. blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank y'all for the time. Thank you for sharing. It's been a blessing. Listen, Smith from the Lions, then Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion among Lions. I'm going to see you next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Y'all join me. We're going to have some fresh topics. It's going to be exciting. Y'all have a good night. God bless you.
mic right here. Please put mic right here. Come on, sing it again, church. Say, this is my seat for grace, for favor. Yes, it is. This is my seat. Everybody declare to me what I have known. Listen, I want you to say, everything is working together for my good. Yeah, everything is working together yeah, for my good. You declare it, say, everything is working.
to breathe. 